What up? What up? Say, man, I just came on here because I want to salute uh, Angela Hill, first black woman uh, to headline a UFC event. You know what I'm talking about? And uh, I just want to say, man, like she's been robbed the last couple of fights. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, them judges, they don't want to give her the fights. But, um, you know, what I'm talking about she one of the best ever. And uh, salute to her. Uh, listen, uh, she the best heel. For my money, she the best heel. Uh, Benny Hill. Uh, uh, what you talk about? Uh, Strawberry Hill, uh, King of the Hill, uh, Angela Hill, the best Hill. Salute, y'all. You know, I'm be messing with the UFC so much, you know. They need to be on that Trumpish stuff. So, anyway, I just want to stop by and do that. Shout out Angela Hill. I'm out. Peace. Get the black. What's up, people? Welcome back to the PCMA Podcast. It's your boy, Lucky from Lucky's Muay Thai. And as you can see, I do not have a studio set up, so I'm shooting in my kitchen. Uh, this is episode number 16. If you like the show, please hit that subscribe button, share, like, hit the notification bell. Obviously, you'll get notified when these come out. Um, on this show, we're going to have a quick chat with my man, Master Antoine Wilson. This brother owns Next Level Taekwondo, and he has been doing martial arts since he was four years old. And he is a Beast in the gym, uh, an amazing instructor, and a good role model for the kids, man. Uh, we had a nice little conversation about discipline and martial arts in urban areas and giving back. Um, let's talk about the move. Uh, the move went really well. Packed up early, got out of there, got in here, and it's amazing. Uh, I got my first actual sleep, I think, in the last three years, and it was awesome. So let's talk about manifestation really quick because it wasn't just about thinking about what I wanted. I wanted a backyard for my kid and my dog. I wanted a two-bedroom. I wanted to make sure I had two bathrooms. I wanted to make sure I had parking. I wanted specific things, a big kitchen. I wanted all of these things in my mind. These are the things that I really, really um, felt like I needed. I wanted to have my gym. I wanted to you know, compete, like all these things that happened or that I did throughout my life so far. Listen, I'm not hugely successful. I do not drive a fucking Mercedes Benz. I don't have any of that stuff, but I am one step closer to peace of mind and peace of mind is what we should all be trying to get to. Um, these are manifestation things and manifestation to me means you see it, you, you envision it, you write it down, you say it every day. You don't let anything stop you from getting it. And you push, push, push towards it, even when you want to quit. Um, but you got to be specific about what you really want. So this was me getting, you know, specific about what I wanted. And I'm pretty happy to be here. And I'm so blessed. And I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to all of you that have come and trained with me that allowed me to, to, you know, continue with what I love. And I'm looking for many more years of this. So, and when I say years, that is a great segue into my birthday so yeah i just turned uh, 48 and today i look it <laughs> but not always um it was a fantastic birthday really kind of low-key and i enjoyed it like i said peace of mind is, is something special so i didn't need a lot of hoorah this year i got to rest easy and feel comfortable um real quick let's talk about that Angela Hill thing where she is not getting the judges nods. It sucks. It's garbage. 
And I'm not like, you know, I just feel like when I see something like that where somebody's worked so hard, put on so much, put in so much effort, fought her way through this division, got to these points that they should be rewarded. Judging obviously sucks. We know that. Um, but salute to Angela Hill, first black woman to headline a UFC card, and there will be many more. Hmm. One more thing. Uh, the gym is cooking, man. Cooking. We're training a lot outside. You know, we have a couple of fighters getting ready to fight next month, and we're getting emails and, and messages. And people, I think what people want is they want exercise. They feel a little unsafe because of all the fear mongering being spewed all over the place. And so they also want to learn how to defend themselves. And I think they're looking for uh, a sense of community. And Lucky's Muay Thai offers that. So, you know, as I've said before, we're not really taking people coming in town for a day or something like that. We're trying to do like an exclusive membership situation. So we know where, you know, the people that we're dealing with on a regular basis, we're dealing with some, some locals. We're trying to make sure everybody's safe, separated and so forth and so on. And we're trying to give you a true Muay Thai experience. Uh, if you want to jam with us, man, come by and, and, and join the party, so to speak. Uh, hit us up on uh, Instagram at Lucky's Muay Thai. You can go to the website, uh, luckysmt.com. And there's places there you can fill out the information. You get a free workout. You can drop us a line, ask us about pricing, any of that stuff, and set up your, uh, your visit to the gym. Look, I have been so thrilled about all of this. I can't even tell you the studio should be set up by next week and I'll be looking forward to bringing you guys some really, really quality podcasts and uh, some shows. I keep calling them podcasts, but they're definitely shows. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, here's my conversation with Master Antoine Wilson uh, from Next Level Muay Thai. Enjoy. Welcome back. On this show today, we have my man, Antoine Wilson, Master Antoine from Next Level Taekwondo. My man, what's up? How are you? How you doing? Doing good. Feeling good. How's everything going with you? Everything's going good, man. I'm, I'm seeing you on Instagram. I see the gym is back moving again. Everybody's there. The kids are working out. I see you having graduations going on. I'm yeah, glad, you know, happy that you're being successful right now. It's tough. It is tough, but, you know, I'm blessed to have a group of kids that, you know, they want to continue. Like, quarantine really didn't stop them from still practicing and still moving and still doing things. So once I opened up the gym, the parents were like, hey, we're, we're close to be the head. You know, like, these kids want to be back in the gym. They don't want to be home. So Yeah, you know, I'm, it's crazy because I'm running into that with my – I have a six-year-old, so I'm teaching first grade, obviously, or assisting first grade. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, man. She wants to be in school. She doesn't want to be at home at all. No, they don't. You know, it's hard. You know, to teach a sixth to go on Zoom every day to do work on the computer. It's hard enough for adults to do it, let alone sixth graders, right? So yeah, it's tough, man. So it tell me so. a little bit of background so, on yourself, right? You started when you were like four. Yeah, so I started Taekwondo when I was four. I young Taekwondo, and um, if you know the area, it was like one twenty fifth and West Dixie Highway. Um, he was there for okay. 35 years. Yeah. So I grew up in Liberty City. Um, I started, I actually started like in a rec center. Um, and my instructor was from Young's. And as I got a little bit older, he was like, hey, listen, you know, you're about seven, eight, you're doing good at this. Maybe you want to go to the main academy. And that's really how I got into like heavy Taekwondo. Um, and yeah, that's how, that's how we started. We've been working ever since. Crazy. Because uh, when I started, I started in Taekwondo when I was about, I don't know, six or seven. 
and it was through Little League Baseball, but it was at the, the clubhouse, you know, sort of the rec center. The rec right? center, yeah. That's what we had, you know. It was like, go to the YMCA, do Taekwondo, right. you know, go home. <laughs> it was... Do you think that that's... Um, do you think that that's missing? Do you think that that's still going on? You know what I think? I, I'm seeing it in suburban areas, but do you think it's missing in like urban areas? Absolutely. Man. You know, like when I was growing up, I, you know, I did talk about, no, I did karate. And both of them, I started in Rexon at the YMCA. So, you know, I was doing Taekwondo, I moved to, to, the, to the main school, and then uh, Kirby Thompson came in and he started teaching karate in the Rexon. I said, oh, I'm going to try this too. They thought I was like, oh, no, I can do it right next to my house. But now, you know, you go to the city, you can only play basketball, you can only play football, you can only play baseball, you can't do martial arts, you can't do gymnastics. And I think all those things are definitely missing in, in, the, in the city, but, you know, funding, right? So. I mean, I feel like maybe, you know, people are so focused, you know, MMA has grown so big now that they're missing sort of, not missing, but the big picture of martial arts is being sort of watered down in some ways. True. Right? It's not, yes. It's not like... Uh, this person developed this skill and then they went to MMA. In some cases, it's true, right? Like, like uh, Valerie, Valerie it's a really? Miami, yeah. you know, girl, father, tall, right? So, right. Um, but it's not often, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate, man, because I don't think that I would be here today if it wasn't for uh, Master Carlos, who <laughs> taught me Taekwondo oh, when I was yeah. a kid, you know? Yeah, you know, so I think the like, foundation is missing, right? Like, a lot of kids, like, I see come from other places, and they want to try Taekwondo, but, like, you know, there's no steady foundation. Like, you have a good foundation. I have a great foundation. So when you want to go to other arts, or, like, when I came to you and said, hey, listen, I want to try this out. I want to learn more Thai. I had a foundation to, to support myself on, you know? It was like, but I, I feel like a lot of times because of MMA and the, the, the widespread fandom with it, right? It's like, Kids start this at four, but they can't really box. They can't really kick. They can't really grapple. They can do a little bit of everything, but they're not really skilled at either, right? So, it's, you know, I, that's definitely a, a part of missing it. And also the discipline and the life skills that it teaches too, right? Like, MMA teaches it, but not at the scale that, you know, traditional. Oh, right. Does. Yeah, listen, there, there is nothing, uh, there was nothing like being disciplined by my sensei back then. He was also my baseball coach. Oh, really? Oh, played, so yeah, oh, yeah, he played no <laughs> games. He played no games. And it was an interesting story. My uncle had told me that when he found out I was doing uh, Taekwondo with him, he's like, oh, I know Carlos. I met him. I walked through the park one day. He was kicking the bark off of trees. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. Yeah, I mean, I guess I got a good instructor here, right? <laughs> he played no games, man. He played no games. All right, so tell me a little bit about you know, where Taekwondo took you and how you ended up at this point. Okay, so, um, yeah, like I said, like, for, so for when I was a kid, I used to do Taekwondo karate. Um, and then when I became a teenager, I got really heavy to Taekwondo. And, like, not just that, but sport Taekwondo, like, competing um, nationally, internationally, locally, just right. fighting, fighting, fighting. And, I mean, it's taking me some amazing places. Like, I, I think I was telling somebody the other day, like, hey, listen, to Taekwondo, I've been to almost every continent in the world just competing. You know, Pan Ams games. You know, it's just the the amount of tournaments we go to. Like a friend of mine, we were just talking about. She used to take to Paris every year, just for like Paris Open, and you know, just things yeah. like that. That you know, you don't get in other sports. You know, because Taekwondo is so widespread, and it's an Olympic sport, right? So you know, yeah, the, that's the other thing, the pipelining of the things that you can do is is so great. And um, 
Yeah, I was carrying my master school. I was still competing. I was still fighting. Um, and he actually got killed. He got shot during our practice on a Saturday morning. Um, it was it was a really big headline. And um, yeah, you know, I said, oh, I'm gonna take over the school. And you know, we had something really didn't see out of eye and everything. So I said, you know what? Let me let me go back. I actually was living in Orlando. I said, hey, let me go back to Orlando. Start something over there. And a group of people were just like, yeah, there's no way. Like, we need to hear our kids need to hear. You're like the mentor. You're the teachers. You're the big brothers. Like, you know, can you stay here while yeah. we start a school? And and ten, well, twelve years later now, you know, we're rocking. So I, I was and that's the, it's really amazing, man. And I think it's um, I think it is a testament to you know manifestation and desire and and just being a, a good person and trying to and putting in that hard work and that effort. And uh, I just want to celebrate you, man, to be honest. That's why, you know, I've noticed that a lot of, and I'm not, it's not like a, a, a racial thing per se, but I noticed like a lot of the black coaches and instructors do not get shined um, for whatever reason, for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird thing. We don't dominate this industry, right? So, you know, in Taekwondo is very Korean dominated. It's very, you know, here in Miami is very Latin dominated. You know, I can probably count how many of us I see on a daily basis uh, do what we do, right. especially at a high level, you know, that's not, you know, always just a rec center, but they have academies and they, they have multiple, you know, hundreds of students, you know, but it's, it's not celebrated just because I think we're the minority, right? So right. it's not something that people see a lot, but we definitely have some good academies and some good programs. I agree. You know, I think that, you know, like what you're doing is great because you give exposure to that. You know, just like in Taekwondo, like we all try to work together. It's like, hey, listen, we're going to have a training. You want to bring your school, you bring my school. We kind of, you know. Listen, you know, I love, like, I love that. And I love that what, what you're doing. I mean, I I, just, I think it's awesome, man. You're taking care of the, and the kids, too. And that was the thing that I think I needed when I was that age. And I think it's the thing that a lot of kids need today. And especially a lot of inner city kids. I think a lot of that stuff has been taken away. Obviously, the money's been pulled out of the inner city communities. And a lot of the poor communities, uh, kids aren't getting Taekwondo. They're not getting karate and they're not getting, um, the discipline and love really and the attention that, that you are giving the kids. So, I mean, I really appreciate it. It's dope. Yeah. You know, like I was going through my, I was coming through Liberty City the other day and I was just like looking at where I used to live and there's no more boys and girls club. There's no more YMCA. There's only condos. So it's like living facility, living facility. It's like, you know, what are these kids? go for an outlet you know they can go to the park but the park is run by basketball and football so you know they want to do something indoor that they want to do a right. they want to do dance they want to do gymnastics like where are they going for this and that's something that i'm really kind of trying to look into like i was teaching at the rec center but again they cut the funding so you know the kids that were going there were kids exactly. that yeah, you know i was like oh i can't really come to yeah, the academy i come in for after school yeah, it's, it's it's very rough. But. Yeah, it's really unfortunate, man. People people need people need this for their children. I think martial arts is a great way for discipline. You know, I don't, I'm just really happy that I got a chance to chat with you about this. So let's get into something else real quick. Uh, Tell me, did you see the uh, the UFC this last weekend? I did not actually, but I heard it was some good fights though. But I did not get to see it. It was my birthday weekend, so I was out and about. Out oh, my, oh yo, yo, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, my birthday yeah. too. Oh, happy birthday. I didn't see that on your birthday. Yeah. That's what's happy up. birthday. That's right. <laughs> yes, Virgos, yes. So yeah, I didn't get a test at watch UFC, but I'm I think you're a lot I think you're you might be a lot younger than me though. 
I am 35, yes. <laughs> I just told you right now, I turned 48 yesterday. 48, oh, you're a young man. <laughs> you're still kicking it. Listen, man, let's get together, man, and let's chat about maybe trying to do something uh, for the community. I don't know what we can do, even if it's just pooling our efforts to get food to, you know, food banks or food shelters or something like that. Um, and just spread the word about what we do. You know, as black instructors, like I said, it's difficult to find us out there getting shine. So here's your your flowers, my man. Congratulations yeah, on all your efforts. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I have a lot of people who come to me and say, hey, listen, I want my kids to come here because you look like that. Straight up, you know, like, hey, he was over there, but they really don't relate to him. They don't know his problems. They don't know what he goes through. And, you know, you look like him. So you, he understands you. He relates to you. And, you know, you came from somewhere and you built something and you can see that. And, you know, sometimes when you go other places, it's like, okay, this guy's up here, but there's no backstory. There's no history. It's just like, he's the master. He's there for you know, right. at least when they come to my yeah. gym, it's like, there's a history of that, you know, like, listen, he came from here, he built this, he was here, he competed here. And, you know, it's kind of like a story, and the kids can, can this tangible, you know, they can see where they can go, just like you. When I walked to that gym, I could saw, I said, this, this guy knows what he's doing, he's been here, he's done these things. And that's what you look for, you know, not all the time it's just like a piece of paper on the wall. It's like, hey, you know, you're still out there, you're still holding pads, you're still working with everybody that goes to that gym. Some of these gyms are just like, oh, the 12 year old holds a pad, or oh, the 10 year old. Keeps the class. Like, that's not what we do. You know, that's not how I learn. I know that's not how you, how you work. So, I'm, I'm grateful to have found you as well because I'm, I'm waiting until I can get to a 12 o'clock session. <laughs> you know, those are, those right, are coming, man. It's coming. We're working it out, brother. We're working it out. Oh, We're going to get it back for you. Listen, man, if you ever want to train or whatever, man, you can just hit me up. We can meet up and train anyway. I, know. I could learn some stuff. You know what I mean? There's stuff I have questions about, you know? Absolutely. But, yeah. <laughs> Let's do that though. Let's get together. I know we just did a food bank for some people in Honduras, um, but we can do another one, man. We can do something locally and, you know, backpack. Yeah, that's what I mean, man. Let's do something local. Yeah, for sure. My man, Master Antoine Wilson. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate okay, the opportunity you. coming on here and chatting it up with you, man. Thank you so much. Man. I will see you thank soon. Thank you, brother. I super appreciate it, man. We will talk soon. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank Peace. Yo, yeah, so that was my conversation with Master Antoine Wilson. We are going to get together and try to do something locally to um, help the communities that, that need help and need serving. Uh, if you're in the area and you want to do some Taekwondo, make sure you hit him up at Next Level Taekwondo on Instagram. And you can hit us up at Lux Muay Thai. Obviously, if you like the show, hit that like, subscribe, share that shit. Uh, arrest the cops to kill Breonna Taylor because they're still not arrested, which is, I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? Is this still a thing? Is this still a thing? Anyway, I love y'all. New studio coming soon. Peace. I'm a